podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding round him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats, left there by the fishermen, who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signalled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on the shore, left everything and followed him. Thank you, you Lolly. We pray the Lord might bless the reading of his word this morning. We are in an ever-changing world. And our need to adapt is probably or has probably never been so real as it is right now. So much is happening, and it's all happening extremely quickly. So there is a, a need for stability and consistency in times where there seems to be absolutely none. We saw on Wednesday evening as a church that, um, a little bit later than anticipated, of course, because um, apparently I can't pedal quick enough to make the Wi-Fi work fast enough for things to upload. Um, but we saw on Wednesday evening that we have a communication line to God that cannot be broken. It can't be removed. We speak and he hears. He's listening and he's attentive to his children. And you know, in, in that, that brings calm and it brings assurance that he's with us. He's with us, but he also understands who we are and what we're going through. It says in his word that he is before all things, he is in control of all things, and he knows the outcome of all things. Revelation 22 and verse 13, he says this, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. 
And we then, because of those words, can gain stability from the word that God has given to us. But you know what struck me over the past week or so is we have to listen. Now, for me, that's not always easy. Um, and I don't know about you. But in Luke chapter 5 that, that Lol read for us, we catch a glimpse, really, in the midst of the story, we catch a glimpse of chaos, we catch a glimpse of disappointment, um, and we catch a glimpse of a world where there are absolutely no guarantees. Jesus is on the shore at Lake Gennesaret, and he's teaching the crowds around him uh, about God's word. He's showing them and he's helping them to understand what God has got for each of us. And he's teaching the crowds around him. And as the crowd grew, Jesus asked Simon, soon to be known as Peter, about using his boat so that he could just pull away from the shore. And this then would give everyone a chance to listen and a chance to hear. I'll say that again. Gave everyone a chance to listen and everyone a chance to hear what God's word was saying to them. So Jesus sat in the boat and he taught the people as Simon looked after the sailing. Now for me, Simon has a reason to be tired. He has a reason to be disappointed and probably he has a reason too to be a little frustrated. The Bible says in verse 5 of Luke chapter 5 that they've worked hard all night. No fish had been caught. And Simon, not only that, he cleaned his nets, says in verse 2. And he moored his boat. Now that for me is a recipe of disaster. You see, because being tired and hangry, not hungry, but hangry, it, that, that equals rage for me. So I, I'd be in a mess. It's a recipe for disaster. And Simon quite easily could have said, to be fair, mate, get out my boat. I am off home. I have worked all night. And to be quite honest, at this point, I just want something to eat and go to sleep. But he doesn't do that. Rather, he agreed, and he did as Jesus asked, quite probably intrigued by all the commotion. Simon allowed Jesus in his boat with his cleaned nets, freshly cleaned, might I add, and then pushed off from the shore and manned the boat and the sailing. The question is, really, this morning, that in all the chaos of the crowd, the disappointment of no fish, the frustration of no guarantees, of the I've fished all night tiredness and we've got nothing. The question is, was Simon listening? Well, we can take from the story that he certainly wasn't listening to his stomach and hands up, I, I would have been one that perhaps was listening to this. Um, he wasn't listening to his weariness, you know, when you, you've done a long shift and your eyes are just shutting and I've got nothing left to give. He wasn't listening to that. He wasn't listening to his friends who were more than likely saying, and, and I speculate, but I'm putting me in the story and I'm hoping that you're doing the same, that, that, that those friends would have said, mate, look, don't look now, but 
that guy who's teaching people has just got in your boat. Don't, don't look, don't look. And they could probably have said, look, don't, don't, Peter, don't. For goodness sake, Simon, don't go. You're on your own if you do. My, my boat's clean. If you're going, then you're on your own. But he wasn't listening to just someone or something. Rather, he was listening to Jesus. Jesus says to Simon, when he's finished speaking, he says, go out into deeper water for me and let down the nets for a catch. And again, Simon could have easily replied a lot of different things. I have a few things that I would have replied, um, and maybe you're thinking of a few now yourself. But, but he says this in verse 5, and let's just read it together. He says, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. And when he does, there are so many fish that he needs his friends who have just grabbed, and bear with me here, their keys, their wallet, and their phone to go home. You know the one? It, like, is, is he shouting us? Is that, is that, can you hear Peter shouting us? Like, no, no, Peter, no, for goodness sake, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. And, and, and I wondered, maybe in that, isn't it true that sometimes that the amazing, and maybe you're different, but perhaps you're not this morning, that sometimes the amazing is annoying. When you've had one of those days, when you've had one of those moments, when you're in, dare I say it, one of those moods, that the amazing seems annoying. But in spite of that, they come to help and there is so many fish that the boats can barely handle it. And straight away, Simon gets it. He understands what's gone off in the sense of hearing this man Jesus talk. I'm pretty certain that much like you and me, he would be almost amazed at what's happening. He'd be sort of overwhelmed by it. He knows that this man Jesus isn't a fisherman. He knows that this man, Jesus, doesn't know, as he sees and understands, about the water and about the time to fish. It's not the right time to fish. It's not the right time to let down the nets. We've done that all night. This guy has told me what to do. And not only that, but we've caught more fish than we've ever seen before. So much so that the boat is beginning to sink. And the truth is, because he was listening, he did what Jesus said. Now, if you were listening, you'll have heard what Jesus said to him. He said in verse 4, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Did, did you hear that? Let down the nets for a catch. There's no worry or anxiety in that. Jesus has said, let down your nets and you will catch. And so often in life, we do not have that assurance that says 
that let down your nets and you will catch. We don't get that assurance, but Jesus here delivers it to Simon. Simon hears, not just listens, he hears, he applies it, and he steps into what Jesus has got for him. He's heard his teaching on God's word. He's heard his authority with the crowds. And he's heard his authority to Peter, uh, to Simon himself. And he's convinced that of all the noise and all the mayhem, that Jesus is worth listening to. The question this morning for you is, are you listening? Are you listening to what Jesus has for you. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 in the Bible says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus is saying to you this morning, he's saying, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. You see, there's no worry or anxiety. There's no wondering whether what Jesus says is true. He says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He said to Peter, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. We have to hear what Jesus is saying. He says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Our prayer as a church is that you'll hear that call and you'll act on it. You'll hear that call of Jesus saying, come to me this morning. And you'll hear that he's saying, I will give you rest. And you'll plug into that today. Church, in all of the noise, in all of the crazy time that we find ourselves in, we have to listen and we have to hear the master's voice. He alone will be the source of all we need for our mind, our heart, and our soul. And our prayer this morning for you is that if, as you've heard the word and you've heard what Jesus has for you, that you will think about it and that you'll be able to put that into practice into your life. Let's pray. Father, this morning we just want to thank you that you have made a way where seemingly there isn't a way. Father, you've allowed us to be able to do church in a sense where we can't. But of course, we understand that the church isn't the building. It's not the four walls, the bricks and the mortar. But Father, it's us. It's each person who makes up this beautiful thing called the church. And Lord, we want to tell you this morning that we love you. We, we only do that because you first loved us. Father, you have made a way for us through your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that as we turn to you, as we ask you to help and to sustain, as we ask you to give us hope and a future, that, Father, that might settle into our hearts, that we might give our lives to you. Lord, we thank you for all that you are, and we thank you for your word this morning. Lord, it's right to pray for those around the world this morning that are suffering in heartache and pain, Father, in anxiety in a world that offers very little hope. But Lord, this morning we ask 
that you would speak into hearts and lives. That, Father, that you would bring a peace that passes understanding to those around about the world that seem to have no peace. And that, Father God, that you would just make a way where there is no way. That lives might be changed this morning and that people might cling to you, the sustainer of all things. Lord, we again just want to lift your name high. We thank you that we've been able to do this together. Bless all of us, we pray. Bless our church, we ask. And we pray all of these things in and through our Saviour's precious name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.